All right, welcome into the Road Jogan Experience. My name is Rogan. To my right is my co-host Joe. I'm the burnout behind your couch. <laughs> to my left is our wonderful producer Jamie. Woo. I just put up with them. <laughs> <laughs> this episode, we're going to talk about uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, since today is the release of Avengers Endgame. So we'll start out with you, Joe. What are your thoughts? Well, I've got some strong feelings with the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. It was a good idea at first. Their idea was okay. So we wanted to establish all these characters and put them in one giant movie, and so you're invested in all of them. But then you have to buy a ticket for all the, all the movies to get invested in all the right. characters. So you, they make a ton of money, and then there's really big stinkers you don't want to see, like uh, Black Panther. The movie sucks. I don't care what it says. Black Panther can eat it. That's, that's a and bad then, take. That's a bad and take. And then everybody follows their model. Like DC tried to do it, flipping the, the mummy was going to do it. Godzilla's doing it now. And I, it's just I a want, money-making scheme. I want to let you finish, but that was an ho- that was just a bad take. Dude, Black Panther's not a good movie. I don't want to podcast with you anymore. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I, I'm not a racist, which is if you have to say when you don't like Black Panther now. Because then it's like, oh, you want to Black That's Panther? That's a good movie. No, nah, dude. That is objectively a good movie. What it's, didn't you like about it? Uh, the, the villain was cool, but like they for like 30 minutes, they try to make you think that Black Panther actually died. And the effects were pretty bad. And the ending scene where the two, where Black Panther and Killmonger are fighting, they're, like, in ultimate suits. Like, they can't die in these suits, like, Invincible. So, like, what's the point in even having stakes in your movie? You also know Black Panther isn't going to die. He's going to be fine. That's the thing that makes me upset about these movies is no one dies. Like, there's no stakes in them. Like, at the end of The Godfather, which is an unfair comparison, but that movie's, like, three hours, and everyone's dying. You're like, oh, my God, my favorite character may die. In the Marvel movies, no one's died in, like, 10 years and people are just now dying and they're totally not gonna die like loki's totally not dead isn't endgame supposed to be like the last one though yeah but people only dying because their contracts are up like there i guarantee iron man dies i guarantee iron man dies because it's robert downey jr's end contract and that's the only reason why he's well that's dying. a good thing though right yeah but then like there's no stakes up until now like no one actually died until infinity war and i was like oh my god someone finally died like if it's like Game of Thrones. Like people die like, in the first three episodes. Like the main character dies in the first three episodes. The stakes are set. If they would have killed someone like in Avengers, like yeah, you can't make a flipping like 18th Thor movie, but like you know in this universe there are stakes and people can die. There's just no stakes. There's no stakes until now. So like, like it's it not okay. wrong. So like a decade later. So are you just against the Avengers franchise? Or are you against? This Marvel movie. It's it, it's it's the like model they set up because in all honesty, the Marvel movies, most of them aren't that bad. There mm-hmm. are a few really good ones. Like uh, Age of Ultron was a big stinker. Like the first Avengers is good enough. Infinity War had no reason to be as good as it was. I was actually like incredibly impressed with how not like how cohesive and not bad it was. Because mm-hmm. that movie was like three hours and there's like eight different storylines going on and it pulls it off really well. It's really epic and like massive in scale. Now I give them props for that. And the other thing. I hate Marvel movies get salt my apples. <laughs> the sound, the soundtracks, the scores are so bad. Like, can you name one song from a Marvel movie? Like, like hum, like one theme. Um, I think they do get kind of diluted. Yeah, there's like nothing there. I mean, like, I can Star think. Trek of, I, I can think of like the. It's not Avengers, but like the original Spider-Man themes. The, and that's because those that the Iron original <laughs> the original Spider-Man theme the original Spider-Man movies are masterpieces. Mm-hmm. I love those movies. Sam Raimi is a genius, and Tobey Maguire is the only Spider-Man. Shout out to who's that guy who went to school here that did those movies? The produ- I don't know the, the producer's name. Shout out the guy that went here. Choose Red, everybody listening. Yeah, Choose Red. Spider <laughs> Spider-Man one, two, and three exist because of UCM. So well, you're welcome, guys. You got a blessing. Ah, uh, 
Yeah, but so yeah, I admittedly haven't seen. I only saw the first Avengers movie, so I'm kind of not qualified to talk about this. But you're you're not missing. I don't. I only saw the first two as well. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, well there's always high, anything. But like the original, Mar- like the first, like the first big Marvel movie that I can remember, I was like two, is when uh, Daredevil came out. Yeah, and I know objectively, like people look back on that, like, oh, that movie kind of sucked, but like that was cool. Like that movie got me into superheroes. Yeah, and I mean, and there is a there is a like a like a caveat to that that um, the director's cut of that movie mm-hmm. kind of recontextualizes all of it, and it doesn't make Electro so bad because mm-hmm. Electro's character is bad. But right. have you seen the the Netflix show on Daredevil? See, yeah, Isaiah was watching it one day. My uh, roommate Isaiah was watching it one day. And I kind of was watching a couple episodes, and then it got canceled. So I just never got it around to watching the, it now. The first three seasons are like just only three seasons. The first two like phenomenal. Yeah, like the action is so like. That's another thing. Marvel movies are like so Disney fied, like like no one like dies with no blood. Yeah. But the Daredevil one, and he, Daredevil's like a grimy guy. Yeah, like in the that da- show, like there's so much like naughtiness, gnarliest going on. And like the original Daredevil movie, like is a I think was like a really strong precursor for the Dark Knight movies, which I know is DC. Yeah, I, I could see that. It's I could kinda see like that the same kind of theme. Or like even movies like The Punisher, man. Just kind yeah. of superhero movies that are just a little grind. Like I really enjoyed that. So yeah. I, so I think maybe a reason that I. Didn't enjoy Avengers so much that I don't. It's just because it's like you said, it's like too clean. It's so clean. It's yeah. so clean, you know, and there's no death or anything. And yeah, I don't know. I guess I just have more of a mature taste when it comes to that thing. Well, I, I I would totally recommend the ne- the Daredevil Netflix series. It's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, I should get around to watching that for sure. But like for me, so my favorite superhero movies are like the Dark Knight movies. Like, yeah, it's to phenomenal. me, like the Dark Knight, like the like Dark Knight, the second movie, the mm-hmm. Dark Knight, like titled is uh. I mean that's my favorite. I don't, that's my favorite movie of all time. Oh, like much less superhero movies. Like I just love that movie. Yeah, that, that see that's that movie is like they gave a director who is extremely talented like free reign to make a movie, mm-hmm. and I can't name a director of like any of the Marvel movies because there's no vision behind it. There's no like style. Mm-hmm. Like they started giving him more style. Like Thor Ragnarok's directed by this uh, New Zealand guy called Taco Watiki, thinks his name. He's a really funny guy. The movie's really funny. And, uh, I mean, like, the most stylized ones are, like, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy because that guy's a phenomenal director. But, like, mm-hmm. n- like I don't know who directed the, f- the friggin' uh, Avengers No, Guardians movies. of the Galaxy. Now, is that, like, a spinoff of Avengers? Or, like, what is? how does that relate? Uh, the characters are just involved in that universe. And there's, like, tie-ins, like, the gauntlets and the stones <coughs> and all that stuff. So is it, like, a... So is that, like, a side story? Is that just, like, another... To you, is that, like, another cash grab? Is that essential or what? It, I mean, it kind of broke the mold, and it was a giant smash hit because, mm-hmm. like, Chris Pratt exploded, and, like, he's a really charismatic actor, and he's a great character and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was just them, like, testing the water to see how weird they could go, because those movies are kind of weird. Like, the, like it's, it's like, more, not experimental, like, it, like, it takes more risks, and it mm-hmm. paid off huge. So I think it was just them, like, testing the waters on how weird they could go for movies, and it was really sick. Those movies are really good because that's also directed by a director. Actually, they gave uh, right creative freedom to. Now that now when I went to uh, when I went to Northwest when I was a freshman, I had a professor and he had like he had an adopted son, and they said he he said he took his uh, son to go see this movie and like they cried because it was like the story of them or whatever. So yeah. that was cool. So I guess it I guess it had some substance. Yeah, you know? there's I mean they're like not. Whole, they're not like badly like so offensive that they're like it's so bad they're offensive it's just like i want more out of movies right and disney doesn't do that at all <laughs> disney's not good okay so what do you think about the spider-man reboot then what do you think about homecoming homecoming was fun homecoming was really fun it was like 
more lighthearted. It was more of like a comedy with like action bits, mm-hmm. and it was like probably the first like villain in a Marvel movie recently that wasn't garbage. Like he actually had motivations, and like the Vulture is a really good villain in that, and mm-hmm. Michael Keaton does a really good performance. Yeah, okay. But that was the biggest problem forever is that like the Marvel villains were god awful. Like Red Skull sucked. Like everyone sucked. Mm-hmm. But see, that's okay. So there you go. So I've watched Homecoming, right? And I haven't really seen the Avengers movies, but like. Homecoming ties directly into the MCU. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, they, they all tie in somehow, loosely. I just don't, I don't know, man. It, it honestly, it, I if, guess if it, you haven't been watching for like the past eight years, there's no reason to go and watch all the movies. Right. Well, I'm just saying, like, to me, like, Homecoming was like, okay, this is cool, but I don't know. I just, I would like, I like standalone Spider-Man movies yeah. myself. Like, I didn't need, I didn't need, you know, Spider-Man to go hang out with Tony Stark. Like, it was yeah. just weird to me. Yeah. Which, it's, I mean, which I get. It's, 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 it's just fan service at that yeah. point. I mean, I understand it's supposed to be closer to the comic books and stuff, but I don't know. I guess I'm just, I grew up on the Spider-Man movies we grew up on. Yeah. You know? So, I guess that's what was weird to me. But, I mean, Tom Holland did a great job in that movie, Yeah, he, he did a good performance. And honestly, that's that's another big problem with the Marvel movies is that all their, all the stories, all the storylines, like, the event, like, usually what they're trying to stop is, like, a world-ending thing. Like, Avengers, who, like, a whole, like, town goes in the sky. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, like, the whole universe is at stake. Like, Doctor Strange, like, everything. Like, every, it's, like, the biggest, it's, like, an anime. Like, the biggest stakes possible. Yeah. Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, it's just, like, this guy is trying to get a girl and stop a bad guy in, in New York. They're really, like, short, concise, like, tight stories. Yeah. And Homecoming is pretty concise and tight, but, like, the stakes aren't. Too high. Ooh, that's gonna be a cut right there, huh? What did he say? He said, "Oh, uh, yeah, I'll just bleep you out." Okay. Okay, I get bleeped. Yeah, I got bleeped for saying the R word. There's our first bleep. We did it. <laughs> I almost said a bad word earlier too. No, oh, that's okay. But um, yeah. So, well, that's the thing too. Well, okay. So I know this is getting maybe a little off topic, but I don't really know if we have a topic. No, <laughs> but, we're just uh, complaining. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like Spider-Man three. Mm. was like the weakest Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Because you're talking about like these tight storylines where they kept it all together. Spider-Man 3 was like, what? There was Sandman, there was Venom. Green Goblin or Hobgoblin. Yeah, there was like too much going on all at once. Do you want to hear my uh, thesis on Spider-Man 3? Yeah. So, Spider-Man 3 gets a lot of hate, even from people that revere the trilogy because they're fantastic and they're perfect in every way. But so, like when the third movie was coming out, um, Sam Raimi was like, yeah, I want to do Venom. And he was like, all right, yeah, you can do Venom. He's like, I think I want to do Sandman too. And they're like, okay, cool. No, 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 sorry. He, he didn't want to do Venom. He wanted to do Hobgoblin and Sandman and have those, like, two plots, like, right, converge. Right. And then the producers were like, dude, you're kind of making a ton of money. What if you throw in Venom and you throw him in the story, too, and we'll give you Spider-Man 4 and you do a Venom story in that and we'll sell a ton of toys mm-hmm. and you can do Spider-Man 4. And he said, okay, cool, I'll do that so I can make a fourth movie. Mm-hmm. And then... So he had to throw in Venom in that movie. And there's a lot of really dumb, cringy parts. Like, you know, he's dancing in the street and stuff. But, like, I would watch that movie a thousand times before I watched Captain Marvel again. Because yeah. Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, they're, like, fun. So what happened to the fourth movie? Never happened. Why? Because they, they pull a fast one on Sam Raimi. Like, yeah, dude, you got a fourth movie. And then they didn't give him mm. one. Mm. And it kind of sucked. But Spider-Man 3 is, like, not that good. But I think it gets done a lot more than it should because... Bleep. The first... I mean, the first two are fantastic. Like, nearly nearly perfect. And they age... Like, they're a product of the times. Like, they're corny, but they're also self-aware that they're being corny. Mm-hmm. But I love those movies. They're fantastic. Yeah. I think Tobey Maguire did a great job. He was phenomenal. In those. And, think- and the score is really good, too. Like, dropping the music and that's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with that. Um. Okay. So, then you got The Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And, and there's two of those, right? Yeah. 
And then the Venom movie, which I hear the Venom movie was hot trash. The Venom movie, I went in thinking it was going to be god-awful. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that bad. <laughs> like, it was enjoyably bad. But the only thing keeping that movie is Tom Hardy. Because Tom Hardy is such a goober, and he just <laughs> embraced it completely. Like, how... I haven't seen that either, man. Like, I really need to catch up. But, like, how... Like, how was that movie bad? <laughs> like, just, what, what's stupid about it? It's just stupid. The whole plot is that, like, the Venom, like, goo come to Earth, and mm-hmm. they want to, like, take over, and just, like, there's, like, a, like an Elon Musk like, billionaire guy who's, like, testing it on people and stuff, and no <laughs> one knows about it. Uh-huh. And then there's the bad symbiote, and he, he gets on a on <laughs> Tom Hardy, and then he's, like, taking over and stuff. And apparently, like, <laughs> the, if, if you don't find the right host, the goo will kill you, and then I'll find a new host that actually doesn't kill him. And he, he's going to kill Tom Hardy. And then he's just like, I'm like you. You're a weak you're like a weak loser, and on my home planet, I'm I'm the weak loser goo, and so they team up and they fight the big bad alien goo, and it's the stupidest thing, but it's so much fun, because it takes it doesn't take itself seriously at all. It tries, and there's a scene where like the goo turns into like a sexy woman and kisses Tom Hardy. It's really weird. It's really weird. Like I was in the seat next to Tan, and he was like, "Dude, this is this is kind of like I don't like this." <laughs> but it's it's a funny movie. It's fun. It's worth a watch. <laughs> it's nothing special, but it's funny, dude. But it's not supposed to be. No, oh, no, no, it's not supposed to. I mean, it doesn't take itself. It's pretty lighthearted for a guy that eats people. Two Wait, minutes. We've been talking for two minutes. Like <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't believe that. We have two minutes left. Oh, bet. All right. Well, we have two minutes left. So what's uh, what are we gonna bring him next week? Next week, uh, let's talk about this tweet I saw where this guy said that Good Kid, Mad City aged poorly. Oh, yeah, that's that probably, was on that was on Let's Argue too. Yeah, that was the worst take I've ever seen mm. from a human being. Like, what are you talking about? Dude? I don't think that's a real person that said that. <sighs> Can't be. That's a bot. Or we could talk about if Kendrick drops one more album that is better than Section Eighty if he's like the goat. Mm. That's also strong. Or if Denzel Curry and Playboy Cardi invented music. Or who who is leading this new wave of generation of hip hop? Because there's a lot of acts. I'm like, shikes. They're killing it. I would have to agree with that. I'd like to talk about things that might come out this summer. It's been kind of a slow year for music. Honestly, yeah. I, I mean, we so. got Lil Dicky's Earth, which is so good. I love that song. Do you really like no, that? No, I hate that song. Thank God. No, Lil Dicky sucks, dude. Oh. Lil Dicky seems like a fun enough guy. And he's Lil Dicky managed but. to spend how much money and make a six-minute video and the song and get all those people on it and said absolutely nothing. Yeah. I'm a zebra. Like, that was, like, the entire song was a celebrity saying that they're an animal. That is six minutes of absolutely nothing. And he's like, dude, we like the earth. I'm like, dude, I like the earth, too, but, like, what are you talking about? You're just saying nothing, dude. Yeah, you just you solved it right there, pal. <laughs> you, you solved, solved it. it. You solved it. All right. All right. So that's it for us. Again, this was the Ro Jogan podcast with uh, your Ro. I don't remember the names anymore, but uh, we'll catch you next week. Thanks.